Welcome back. Hello again and welcome Peter. Um, last episode we had a bit of a conversation about purpose, where we're headed. You know, we know we don't know necessarily where we are, but we do know where we're going. It gives us an idea of what we should be living at any given time. Um, and my question to you partway through the last episode was one that we thought we might uh, look into next time we get together, and, and that was how would you summarise a collective purpose? Now, now I want to be clear in this. A collective purpose means what is our purpose altogether? Um, what I'm trying to say is for each one of us, is there a summarisation of what our purpose is as we lead our daily lives as you know individuals in families, not necessarily our corporate purpose, but our purpose that we can all share in, I suppose. Does that make sense? It does. One of the ways I answer that question is by saying what our purpose isn't. A little bit of history. Craig and I got ourselves into a little bit of trouble, not trouble as in naughty trouble, but when we were part of churches, we knew it, and we were on staff, and we had both announced that we were leaving People wanted to know where we were going and what we were doing. And the answer we gave is that we were going to go and plant house churches. The challenge is that now, seven, eight years later, I run into people and they go, oh, so how are the house churches going? Or people have defined us by a statement seven or eight years ago, oh, you're the house church people. But it wasn't very long after we left where we were that we realised that house church is... Uh, a means to a greater purpose. House church is not the purpose. You've heard us say before on these podcasts that it's essential we stop starting with the church. We don't want a church-shaped kingdom, but we want a kingdom-shaped church. Jesus came to bring the good news of the kingdom. And Jesus spoke about the kingdom and he, and he brings the kingdom and he invites us to seek the kingdom and he shows us what the kingdom is and that the kingdom is not food and drink. Romans uh, 14, 17. The kingdom of God is not food and drink or how you meet or whether you have a band or whether you wear a gown or whether you wear a suit or whether you meet with four people or whether you meet with 400 people. The kingdom of God is not food and drink, but it's righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So anything that promotes righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit is part of the bigger purpose that the Father's invited us into. So quite a number of years ago, I sat down and then shared with, uh, with you, Craig, a basic purpose statement based around those three things that we looked at in our last podcast, where in Luke 19.10, we see that Jesus says that he came to seek and to save the lost. Seek was his activity, the lost was his target, and save, that's how you work out whether you've been true to your purpose or not. And so the purpose we developed as an overarching purpose for Starfish Oz is to walk in the love of the Father and give it away so all people may cherish his grace and extend his glory. Now, very wordy, very, very, very broad and a little bit flowery in its language, but it's not there just to stick up on a wall and look pretty. And the three parts of it are, are actually this. The target is all people because we don't want to limit the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So if we say the people in Valley View, where we're seated right now, we've defined ourselves. If we say Adelaide, we've cut out Queensland. If we say Australia, we've cut out Japan or the Philippines or Vietnam, where I'm off to in a fortnight. So uh, all people simply means that there's no limit to the scope the Father's given us. 
What, what's, what's our activity? Well, our activity isn't to actually do anything on behalf of the Holy Spirit that he can't do. So our main purpose is to walk in the love of the Father and give it away. In other words, to live loved and to live loving. Just imagine if every single follower of Jesus Christ had that as the chief activity of their purpose, not to start a small group, not to grow a big church, not to win my neighbour for Christ, but to walk in the love of the Father and give it away. It, it does remind me, just to interject for a second, you know, John 15, where Jesus is kind of reminding us that apart from me, you can do nothing. Remain in me and I remain in you. May yeah, so, so all of John 15 is about abiding. <coughs> yeah. uh, abiding in what? Abiding in his love. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, uh, and so, so we're in this relationship where we receive from the Father nutrients and, and goodness and water, everything that's needed for life. And then uh, as a result of that, we naturally have sap running through our body and produce fruit. We can't force the fruit, but it's there because we walk in the love of the Father and give it away. So that, that's our activity. The target is all people. And, and what's the outcome? That all people may cherish his grace and extend his glory. Uh, I know cherish is an old-fashioned word, but but I actually love it because it picks up that ill-forgotten word in Scripture so many times where we are defined as saints or beloved. Many, many times in Scripture, followers of Jesus are called his beloved. Mm -hmm. And uh, a, a beloved is, Julie is my beloved and I cherish her. Mm -hmm. I could just say I love her, but cherish actually has people stopping and thinking, oh, why did he use that word? Yeah. I, I don't hear that word every now. But see, I cherish Julie exclusively. Now, I love your wife, Taya, but I don't love her like I love Julie, mm. and I don't cherish her in the same way that I cherish Julie. I, there's an exclusivity about my relationship with Julie. There's a focus. There's a there's a, um, a sacrifice that, that doesn't even seem like sacrifice. And what do we want to cherish? We want, to, we want people to cherish his grace, and then we want to see his glory extended, which is a pickup from a verse in Habakkuk where Habakkuk prays that, mm that uh, the glory of God will cover the earth as the water covers the seas. And so the outcome isn't just that there'll be 10 house churches in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. That's the important. outcome is not that there'll be more equipping teams <clears throat> across Australia. The outcome isn't that we'll make three trips to Japan this year. The outcome is that all people may cherish his grace and extend his glory. Oh, how do we carry that out? Oh, we walk in the love of the Father and give it away. And you can do that at Clare cleaning fireplaces. Okay. You can do it on York Peninsula, putting up Jiprock. You can do it uh, getting together and opening your house up at Loxton or any anywhere in Adelaide, uh, down the Fluro Peninsula, wherever you're listening to this in Japan, in, uh, in, in Walla Walla, uh, you can simply open your heart, open your home, open your fridge, walk in the love of the Father and give it away and let the Holy Spirit take care of having people cherish his grace and extend his glory. Look, I understand it's only a word, but, you know, activity, target, outcome, or seek and save that which is lost that you mentioned before. But it's interesting that, you know, to remain in Christ, to abide in him, doesn't seem like an activity, does it? But but I think to be clear, you know, it says to walk in that. And so there's an activity of walking. There's an activity of living out of that. And so, yeah, you know, we were saying before that you can replace one purpose with another purpose, but we're still motivated by the feeling of, getting things done or doing something, even if we don't, um, if, if it's not headed in the right direction. I think Stephen Covey says, you know, you can climb a ladder, but if you finally get to the top of the ladder, you're on the wrong building. A um, lot of activity, 
and not much purpose. And so I guess yeah. position is a big deal here, isn't and that's, it? And that's why the whole thing is to walk in the love of the Father because one of the things we've experienced over the last eight years is that changing the system of church life in itself doesn't actually change anything. No, no. Uh, having people meet in a big room and a big auditorium and becoming disenfranchised with that can lead us to meeting in a lounge room. Yeah. But if we're still confused as to how loved we are, if we're still trying to earn a love that we've already received, then we are not going to be exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit as a natural outcome of the love that is within us and nothing's going to be changed. It is going to seem a bit random, Peter, but I've just been reading C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity and in there he talks about the transformation when we when we um, are embedded into the life of Christ. And he says it's not that we get better at what we are already, it's we are transformed into something else. He said, so you can ride a horse and you can whip the horse harder and go faster and faster and faster, but if you give that horse wings, you've transformed it into something that's no longer called a horse. That's it's a actually, horse with wings. That's actually excellent. And now you can go much further and much faster and do things that are strange and weird and in, uh, imperceptible to the person riding the horse. Mm-hmm. And so in a similar sense, you know, we tra- we're transformed into something else rather than just pursuing a particular outcome or agenda or purpose for the institution we're in. We're actually doing something more than starting with a church. We are. And when we start with the kingdom, we start with a father who loves us passionately. We start, we start with the heartbeat of the father that... That, that Jesus lived in and, and under and that he heard and that, that, that he, he didn't do anything without hearing the Father's yes and amen. Yeah. And, and so for us to, to, to constantly go back to how loved we are, Craig, it just comes to mind when we first began this journey X number of years ago, you were down at Jeps Cross Markets. Can you, you just tell that story? Well, I, I go there every week nowadays, but uh, in, in the opening stages of going down there and um, I came across, and, and look, I'm the odd one out, to be honest. I didn't know anyone there. Um, it's it's like a multicultural pop array of people and backgrounds, mostly, you know, Greek, Italian, Vietnamese, Cambodian. And uh, and when I was down there, I actually ran into someone I knew soon after we'd started, and, and this person knew me from a previous context with previous agendas and motives and activity, and uh, this person asked me, what are you up to nowadays? And I said, oh, look, you know, we're... Um, kind of, you know, working with people to help them become kingdom-minded and whatever. She goes, yeah, 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 yeah. But what are you doing? I said, well, that's kind of like what I just said, but, you know, it's relational and, and things that are associated with that stuff. And she goes, oh, sounds like you're a bit of a bum. And then she just said, all right, I've got to go now. And she, and she left. And I'm just going, holy smoke, If you give me another five minutes and I'll tell you what I'm doing. And I couldn't do it. And I had this, and I've always had this fear of being misunderstood, but... I was just left abandoned like a shag on a rock with her thinking that I was just laying on the couch watching reruns of Blue Heelers or something. The reason I got you to tell that story, Craig, is because I'm confident that people who are listening to this have experienced that in their wilderness journey and their journey of transition. And even out of the wilderness, people will be saying to you, but but, 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 but where do you go to church? Or, or uh, Hebrews 10, you're, you're forsaking the assembly with, with other believers. And... And people may actually think that we are just being a bum. But, but I believe, n- understand me right, it's not a work like effort, but the biggest transition is to go from 
slavish, activity-driven, program-oriented, <clears throat> results-based view of life with Jesus to this purpose here, to walk in the love of the Father and to give it away. And that is that is so simple. It's so natural to being uh, a branch that abides in the vine that people will look and say, oh, so you're just a bum. And the frustration that I've heard from many people is that when one paradigm seeks to explain itself to another paradigm, you can use as many words as you like, but it just doesn't cut it. And so, again, like I did in the last uh, podcast, if you're listening to this and you've experienced that frustration of being misunderstood because you're not involved in a plethora of activity, we understand. <laughs> we hear you. You're not alone. People all around the world who are transitioning from a life of bondage to freedom are experiencing the same thing, where they're being judged by apparent inactivity when really, really, they are they're investing deeper and deeper in walking in the love of the Father and seeking to give it away. The hardest thing I've encountered is watching men who have never prayed with their wife for 20 years of marriage now seek to lead their family in the love of the Father. Mm. That's probably the hardest work, inverted commas, they'll ever be involved in their life. Yeah. And, and so while it may be simple, it's not simplistic. Yeah. And I encourage those of you who are listening to continue to go deeper and deeper into the heart of the Father because uh, ultimately that is our, our true purpose and the Holy Spirit will bring about uh, wide eternal outcomes beyond our imagination as a result of it. Yeah. And look, as Ricky Lambert reminded me, the body of Christ does need a bum, so maybe you're it. Um, so that one's claimed. You can't uh, jump in on that one. Um, thanks, Peter. There's some. Just know, quit asking around, hey. <laughs> um, there's there's some uh, some tangents there that I think are going to be helpful as we continue to discover uh, our purpose in Christ.